Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101. Now, guys, if you're looking for a book that's going to help give you a framework to succeed, to reach your goals, to accomplish those things you've always wanted to accomplish, to take that leap of faith, maybe get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, you might be a person that isn't quite sold on personal development books, self-help books, maybe you're a young person who doesn't feel like the books relate to you, you could be any age, Rocket Fuel 101 is a six-step process that's going to propel you towards your goals and stop you from drifting through life. This is one of those books that's going to provide you with a framework. This six-step process is going to help you figure out your passions, pick a trajectory, you know, launch your mission, go ahead, set those goals, go 100% at it. If you're going to bring people along with you, you're going to find a mastermind network. There's so many things that this book is going to give you. You do not want to miss out on getting a copy for yourself. And in sponsoring the show, Rocket Fuel 101 is going to give you 15% off any and all purchases of books, whether it be the hard copy or ebook. All you have to do is go to the Rocket Fuel 101 numbers, Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Again, that's the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. And when you're at the checkout, type in the promo code podcast. That's promo code podcast. You are going to receive 15% off your purchase. And this is something, it's not a one-time deal. You will get this no matter how many purchases you make. All right, so here's what I want you guys to do in this order. Go to the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Get yourself, your friends, your family, whoever you want, get them a copy of the book, enter promo code podcast, and start reading. You guys don't want to miss out on this. What's happening? Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and today it is Monday, which you know what that means. We have a special exclusive interview with a high-achieving successful individual, and guys, today's episode is with a a good friend of mine, someone that I met, actually, he has his very own podcast, he had me on as a guest, and I was so impressed with the, the content that he was delivering, and the information that he was putting out, and I thought he'd be a fantastic person to have on our show, and guys, that is Mr. Jason Blevins, and Jason kept it short with his bio. Jason is the founder and host of the Explore Your Fitness podcast. And guys, just a little information. The Explore Your Fitness podcast is a podcast about exploring your fitness, different ways to get in shape, different types of exercises. He has tons of of guests that come on his show from many different backgrounds, whether they be yoga instructors, CrossFit trainers. He had me on talking about holistic health and nutrition, and now this this podcast is based in Colorado and deals with specific Colorado uh, fitness, but don't let that stop you from checking it out because it has very valuable information in each of the episodes regarding the different forms of fitness. And you know it, it goes hand in hand with the podcast name, Explore Your Fitness, because 
I don't know if you guys are like me, but I'm someone who doesn't like to get out of his comfort zone when it comes to exercise. And if I'm going to get out of my comfort zone, you better believe I'm not going to do so just on a whim without knowing anything about what I'm getting myself into. And that is where Jason's show comes into hand and makes such a big impact is because you get to literally listen to these instructors, these gym owners, these CrossFit trainers talk about what they're doing at their clubs and talk about the techniques and talk about what they're bringing to the community. And it's it's such great information, guys. You have to check it out. It's a, it's the Explore Your Fitness podcast. He's on all the platforms, same as the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. And so, guys, with that, I'm going to hop right into it. Here is my interview with Mr. Jason Blevins. I hope you enjoy. All right. Hello, guys. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and thank you for tuning in to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, and that is Mr. Jason Blevins. Jason, how's it going, my man? It's going great, Philip. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, the The tide has turned. You had me on your show, and now, uh, now we get to return the favor and have you on my show. Yes, you set the bar high, my my friend. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So, so Jason, really, I'm just interested. You know, you are the host of the Explore Your Fitness podcast, and mm-hmm. for those of you listeners out there who who have yet to listen to it, it is a podcast based in Colorado. It, it kind of documents fitness in Colorado and people that are doing fitness at a high level there, but there's a lot you can learn from these interviews. And I'm just curious, Jason, you know, if you could just tell me the story of, you know, your life and how you got to to where you are today being the host of a fitness podcast. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I grew up, I'm from Oklahoma. Um, I, I started playing football in the fifth grade and that's really where I, I got my love for fitness and, you know, I say fitness, it's really a, a blanket term, but, you know, my, my love for what that provided me, you know, an escape from my everyday life, the frustrations and, and worries and everything, you could just let it out all in the field, that adrenaline rush that you got from, you know, an intense workout, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, the helmet and playing practice, whatever, working out in the weight room. Um, you know, I, I spent several years playing football all through uh, middle school and high school and, and stuff. And, um, recently it's been about two years ago, my wife and I moved here to Colorado and I've been wanting to get into fitness for a long time. And I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go the typical route of, you know, getting that certification or education and just being a regular trainer at a gym. I wanted to do it on a bigger level. And I, you know, I follow a lot of people that are really successful, uh, business mentors and stuff. And, you know, I, I was trying to take their advice and connect with the people who were successful and try to emulate them and, and model their success and the, the way they've approached it. Um, and they say, you know, connect with the people that are successful and model them. So I thought, you know, why not just reach out to the trainers and fitness experts that are here in Colorado and, you know, talk to them, get their story, get to know them and, you know, help them get exposure. You know, it's Colorado is one of the fittest states in the nation and there's so much to do here. There are so many options, you know, it's it's hard to figure it all out. You know, how do you know when there's a 5k coming around? How do you know when the new year hits and everyone wants to join a gym? How do you know what gym to go to? You know, you don't really know what it's like because you don't have the time to experience it. So that's kind of the the road that I'm following here is I'm connecting with the fitness experts out there and I'm, I'm helping Colorado 
get to know them better. Uh, you know, because people go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that's 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 awesome because you know as as I shared on your show and in you know it's fitness is one of those things where if you you know kind of whatever you get started in with fitness whether you start out in sports or you start out with lifting or you start out going to you know spin cycle classes that's kind of how you end up you know perceiving fitness and mm-hmm. I think it's incredible that you're bringing the different aspects of fitness because you're right fitness is especially in today's day and age such a blanket term you know fitness encompasses so many different things and Colorado is probably the best place to be at in terms of getting involved in fitness and different types of fitness right and you know whether you're curious about yoga or crossfit or whatever you know go down the street and there's probably a, a box or a, a studio that you can try it out and that's another big thing is I, i'm wanting to lift the preconceived notions that people have of like say yoga that you know maybe if you're a power lifter it's not for you that's not really true man i've i've been trying be a power lifter and weightlifter for so long and I've ignored my flexibility and mobility and um you know it's it's something that I know I need to work on but you know in in the same hand it's kind of intimidating cuz I'm like eh, it's not really for guys and I'm not that <laughs> flexible but you know I you should get out and you should try something new you know explore your fitness yeah man that's and I love the name because it encompasses everything you're you're trying to bring to people via mm. your podcast and so that's awesome and right. I think you're right it's you know and one of the things that we talk about at the Yield Mastermind group is you know you can't grow until you get out of your comfort zone and I was the right. guy that began lifting in the gym and I you know did the powerlifting stuff and just was lifting just to build muscle and I did that for so many years and you're right. Like when I, it actually occurred. I, so when I was in college, I got a job at Lululemon during my basketball off season and they're all mm-hmm. about yoga and they convinced right. me to go to a yoga class. And just like you, I was like, man, yoga, is that really for guys? You know, this is, <laughs> this isn't, I don't feel right here. You know, like I'm, uh-huh. I'm used to exerting a ton of energy as a workout, but after I got done, I loved it. And it was actually an incredible workout. And I think there are just so many different facets of, of exercise and fitness that, that we need to explore and so for you to be bringing that to people, I think that's an awesome thing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, so Jason, I, you know, tell me the story of, um, you know, you moved to Colorado and you decide that you want to start this podcast. So, so if you wouldn't mind just telling me the story of what that decision was like and, you know, were you scared? Was it frightening? Was it, you know, something that was really exciting to you? How did that decision come about and, and what prompted you to execute? So... I've been trying to figure out a way to do something I'm passionate about for a long time. You know, I, I hate that I've been caught up in this trap of, you know, just making money to, to get by and pay the bills. And I don't feel fulfilled in, you know, my job. It doesn't excite me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been listening to podcasts. I, I can't remember how I stumbled upon uh, entrepreneur on fire. Um, it's a great I think show. it was, it is. Uh, it was probably somehow through Tim Ferriss because he was like the first guy that I started following as far as business goes, I think. And, um, you know, I was listening to Entrepreneur on Fire quite regularly and trying to figure out, you know, hey, what am I most passionate about and how can I apply, apply these principles that I hear on this podcast over and over again to my own life? And I thought, you know, I want to be in fitness. Why don't I just do something similar to what he's doing, but in a fitness spin and, 
you know, create it to where it's specific for a community. I, you know, I, I want to get out and meet people, develop relationships, you know, cause like they say at the, the end of the day, you know, when you're on your deathbed, it doesn't matter how much money you made or, you know, what possessions you have. It's mm-hmm. about the relationships that you had, you know, it's about the connections that you made. And that's really, I'm, I'm wanting to add value and build relationships is my ultimate goal here. So I thought, you know, why not just start a podcast, follow John Lee's um, footsteps and, you know, take the success that he's done and, and try to, you know, bring it to Colorado. Yeah. And, and that, you know, that's a lofty goal because for those of us <laughs> who have lived in Colorado or from Colorado, you know, to experience fitness in Colorado is totally different from anywhere else I've ever been. I grew up in Las mm-hmm. Vegas and fitness w- was good in Las Vegas. There's a lot of outdoor things to do. Then I moved to Chicago for school, and fitness there is nearly non-existent. I mean, in the winter time, people basically hibernate and eat a bunch of deep dish pizza, and <laughs> have no fitness routines whatsoever. And then I moved to Colorado, and it was such a shock. I mean, people on bikes, people are always out hiking. I mean, it's just it's insane. And you know, honestly, after hearing about your show, it really kind of clicked with me because it's like there's so many things to do in Colorado in regards to fitness and to have something that would basically give me a a little preview of what that type of fitness might look like or what that experience, you know, whether it's going to a CrossFit CrossFit gym or like a yoga studio, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. sometimes people are a little hesitant or scared to do that. And so to be able to listen in on you know, a conversation with you and the founder of a yoga studio might make it a little bit less intimidating for me to go into it. And so I want to ask you, when you when you moved to Colorado, did you make any, you know, key connections or relationships with people who were introducing you to different forms of fitness? Or was this something that you just kind of figured out yourself like, hey, you know, I don't know what to do in regards to fitness in Colorado, and I'm going to search out people to figure it out? You know, uh, I have always just found the the best deal as far as where to work out. I, I go to the the closest big box gym with the mm-hmm. best deal, and I, I do my traditional, you know, um, weightlifting routine is is what I've stuck to for the most part. And I come here, and it's just you can't um, ignore it. You know, it's it's everywhere all around you. You see flyers for the next CrossFit event or you know, social media, this and that of yoga. And it's just everywhere. And you can't help but thinking, what's that like? I've never done CrossFit. I've never done yoga. And I was like, I want to try all this stuff, but I don't know where to start. And I don't know if I could actually do it or be any good at it, but I want to try it. Just, it seems so interesting and compelling. So, I mean, that's, it's really why a big part of the reason why I started doing this is because I want to experience all this stuff. I want to explore my own fitness you know, and I want to share that journey with other people. And that, that is incredible. And that's, I think that's ultimately what life is about. It's about, you know, going on and experience a journey and then being able to share it with as many people as possible. And in today's day and age with resources like podcasts, you can do that with a far, you know, wider reach than you could have in the past. And I, so I, I commend you for that. That's incredible. And so, you know, my next question would be, um, after exploring all these different forms of fitness, has your workout routine changed at all? Uh, it has. Um, I, I wish it were, um, I wish it were to the level that it should be with everything that I'm exposing myself with, but 
then again, I'm, I'm, I'm really focused so much on content creation with this mm-hmm. podcast, which I'm sure you can relate to that yep. I'm, I'm getting into that trap that I hear a lot of entrepreneurs and business people fall into is that they start to ignore their personal life, their relationships and their health. I'm, you know, like I've got so much to do. I, I don't have time to work out. I'm just going to sit down and edit this podcast or, you know, um, reach out to this person or whatever. You know, I'm constantly in front of my computer. Um, I've learned a lot that I, I've increased my knowledge base as far as the meditation goes and with yoga that you get the mind body connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I, when I do work out, I focus on my flexibility more and I've incorporated different types of workouts. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's a work in progress, man. I'm, I'm getting all this knowledge. It's a matter of applying it now. Yeah. And believe me, I'm, I've been there and I've just actually recently, you know, it's funny, you know, I always looked at doctors who were out of shape and overweight as kind of like phony because, you know, hey, you're a doctor. You tell people how to be healthy, but you're not healthy yourself. Well, you know, in my journey of being a trainer and helping people get healthy in in a fitness aspect, you know, there was a point in time where I was neglecting my own fitness because I was so caught up in everything that I was doing. And I think we all have those times in our lives where obstacles kind of come up and, and things happen where... You know, we do have to put some stuff on the back burner or we, you know, we have these decisions and choices that we make that, you know, ultimately affect where our attention goes. And so um, is there anything that that you've learned through that process? Are there things that you do when obstacles come up that that get you kind of centered back into your belief systems and, and what it is you're ultimately trying to achieve? Yes, and this is something that's a new practice for me. Like I said, I'm I'm learning so many new things um, through the people that I follow and listen to. Um, the the few yoga classes that I've had have helped with this too. Um, meditation, gratitude, and focusing on what I want to do with my life and who I want to be. Um, I'm trying to make it a daily practice, a morning routine, a night routine, but really having my goals, daily goals, yearly goals, life goals listed down and, you know, how I want to help people, how I want to make an impact with the the life that I have. Um, I'm really trying to focus on what I'm grateful for because it's it's hard, man. You get upset, the little things just distract you and you got to take a step back and go, you know, I have a really good life. These are the things that I have going on and, you know, I've, I've helped people. I'm, I'm doing good and this is where I want to get. You got to stay focused, focused, yep. gratitude, meditation. It's, it's helped a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. And those are all things that I've implemented myself and that, man, the, the, the people that I've had on the show as guests, I mean, almost unanimously have some sort of a daily routine, a mm-hmm. ritual that they do that kind of keeps them centered. And I think 90% of the people that I've interviewed so far have all mentioned gratitude. And so, you know, there's a common thread there. And I think anybody who's listening to this right now, if that's a practice that you don't have in your life, it's definitely worth exploring because, you know, if if all these high achievers talk about gratitude and, and how beneficial that is, and like you just mentioned, you know, we have to step back at times and really just express with our body and, you know, our thoughts, the, the, Things that we're grateful for because, you know, your situation is probably a lot better than most people out there. So I right. think that's incredible. And, 
you know, with that, um, you, you hit on meditation. Is there a specific form of meditation that you use? Is there any, are there any tools in regards to meditation, um, that you, that you use or, you know, take us through your, your practice of meditation. You know, uh, it's, it's probably nothing fancy that you would, uh, read in a book or anywhere. Um, like I said, this is a new practice for me. So I've, I'm, I'm just starting to implement what I've learned, you know, and, I find that first thing in the morning, it really sets your, your, your morning routine, um, the thought process, getting your mindset, your mind straight, you know, whatever you're struggling with in your life, you got to start with the mind because the mind controls the body Mm -hmm. and just deep breathing and focus, you know, don't worry about the little things say, this is what I want to do today. This is who I want to be, and this is how I want my day to go. And really take time to sit there and feel yourself in that moment. Feel yourself accomplishing those goals and what it's going to feel like. You know, feel yourself putting a smile on someone's face. How's that going to make you feel when that happens? You know, I really try to visualize and get that mindset straight. You know, like I said, I, I don't do this all the time, but it's something I'm trying to do. It's a work yeah, in progress. Yeah, of course. And and the reason I asked that question is because of the people that I've had on the show and of the research that I've done and the podcast that I've listened to, there's so many different forms of meditation out there. And I know for me personally, when I began uh, to meditate, I became very frustrated with the way that I was doing it. And I was mm-hmm. totally turned off by it and then stopped doing it because the way that I was told to do it wasn't working for me, essentially. And so I like to ask people what they do because you know, the, the, the image that we, that a lot of people have in their heads is the, you know, the guy sitting cross-legged with the, you know, the hands out and the ohm and all that stuff. And I just want people to know that that's not how it has to be done. And so, I mean, that's the first time I've heard, you know, people talk about visualizing during their meditation. And I think that's, I think to be in that moment, like you said, and to be in the present moment is, is critical and so thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people listening who haven't implemented meditation are going to find that very beneficial because, you know, even though it's a beginner process, like you're in the beginning stages of doing it, that's exactly mm-hmm. where people need to start. Right. And if, you know, like I said, this is also something that I'm trying to do before I go to bed um, as, as much as I can. Uh, you know, it's maybe right before you go to bed and you're sitting there laying or trying to go to sleep, you know, focus on your, your, your breasts and really get that visualization going. Um, you know, it's with everything going on every day, it's hard to feel accomplished. And if you try to pick out a few things that you feel, um, that you really succeeded in that day, something you did accomplish and, you know, appreciate yourself for doing it and be like, wow, I did a good job with this today. And this is what I want to do tomorrow. Sit there and take some deep breaths and really focus, visualize and do the same thing. If you wake up before your alarm or something, or when your alarm goes off, lay back down, take a few minutes and just breathe deep and visualize. Fantastic information. Thank you, Jason. So, I want to ask you now, you, you hit on gratitude also. Is there a specific mm. gratitude practice that you that you do daily or when, when you do do the gratitude? You know, it's it's kind of something that, that's going hand in hand with the, the whole meditation, the mindset, gotcha. the visualization. You know, like I, I mentioned, feeling accomplished, you know, saying, you know, 
I did a good job with this today. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for these things that are in my life. You know, you get wrapped up in all the bills that are piling up and think, wow, you know, it's going to be okay. I, I have such a nice life. You know, I have a, a wife that loves me, a family that loves me, et cetera. Really try to acknowledge these things and don't just say them to yourself. But like I said, it's a work in progress. I'm not perfect at it, but you know, I, I try that's that's part of my daily ritual um that I'm trying to make my daily ritual is appreciating my wife and those in my life and telling them that I, I love them. I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah, and but that's what it takes, you know. Yeah, and I think a lot of people become afraid when they look at the obstacle ahead of them, you know, like you just hit on, I'm nowhere where I wanna be. Well, doing the same things you've been doing is not going to get you any closer. And and so once you make right. a change for the better, that's when you're going to start to see improvement. And so actually that's a great segue into the next question I wanted to ask you. Now, you know, you have this podcast, Explore Your Fitness. And, you know, when, when I was on your show and before you just came on to, to this interview, you know, you mentioned that this type of stuff makes you nervous. And I, I find that <laughs> funny because, you know, you're somebody who is a host of a, a of your very own podcast that you created and you do a fantastic job. And I mean, you're, you've been doing a fantastic job on this interview. And I think it's a great lesson to people who are afraid to step out of their comfort zone because they think, oh, I'm going to be no good at this or, oh, who's going to care about what I have to say about this subject? And once you step out of that comfort zone, you realize things aren't as scary as they seem to be or that you are going to perform better or have more fun doing something than you might have thought you you would have been doing. So if you could just tell me the story about how – I mean maybe tell me the story of the first time you interviewed someone for your show and, and what that what that was like for you. <laughs> oh, man. That was, a, that was a day full of jitters I think from the time that um, the – my first uh, interview was a uh, Kelly Walsh here in Boulder. Um, she's a craniosacral therapy practitioner, and she's actually part of a, a, a business group that I'm uh, a, a part of on on Facebook. And you know, when I was trying to think of people here in Colorado that I could reach out to that might want to help me kickstart this thing, I was like, "What groups am I a part of already?" is there anyone that's here that's in Colorado? So, you know, I stumbled upon her, reached out to her and she was really receptive. And she's like, I, I, I think what you you're wanting to do is a great thing. It's going to help a lot of people. I'd love to be a part of it. And I was beside myself with jitters and anxiety, man. I've, I've grown up being a shy kid. You talk to anyone that I grew up with. I, I was a kid holding the wall up. I, I, I ate by myself most of the time. I didn't hardly talk to anyone. And it, I was just scared of what people thought of me and that, you know, I, I wouldn't fit in. Um, I, I didn't ever want to get up in front of the class and talk, talk. You know, I've, I've never really been comfortable with myself growing up. And like everything, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a work in progress. And it's, like you said, getting out of your comfort zone. I'm like, if I'm going to be successful, I'm going to have to do something different than I've already, I've always done. Mm -hmm. If I want to get something different out of my life, I'm going to have to do something different and I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone. And I do not like talking. I'm definitely warming up to it. Obviously I've <laughs> been doing this podcast and I'm getting more comfortable with it, but I still get nervous and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm not going to do a good job, but you know, hopefully it brings value and 
people learn something from it and it helps change their life in some way. And that's just what I'm trying to focus on is that, you know, all these trainers out here, they've helped people. They're so passionate about what they do and, you know, people work out. It's a personal thing, man. You, you want to feel a different way. It's about how you feel Mm -hmm. and it's, it's about quality of life. You know, it's not just about, Oh, I want a six pack or I want big muscles or whatever. It's, you know, it's about your confidence and having a better life and how you feel and, I wanted to share these stories and get out of my comfort zone and be a better person, I guess. I'm yeah. yeah, and and I'll just be the first to say that you are doing just that with your show. I mean, after you asked me to to interview and after your show launched, I've been listening to it, and it's fantastic information. You do a fantastic job. All of your guests share valuable, valuable stuff, and had you not you know, taken that step and said, you know what, this is something I want to do, and I'm just going to, you know kick my fears to the side and and let this happen and and see where this journey takes me. If you hadn't done that, you know, a, a countless number of listeners wouldn't be getting the information that you're sharing. And so that's one of the things that I love about getting out of my comfort zone and and how other people get out of their comfort zones because as we both been saying, it's that's where you're going to have the most growth and that's where you're going to see the most um, you know, personal development in your own life. And so um with that, you know, in getting out of your comfort zone to do this podcast, what would you say is the number one or maybe the top couple things that you've learned about yourself that getting out of your comfort zone to do this has has brought to you? Uh, before I answer that, thank you for saying that. That, that, <laughs> of that, course. that, mean, that means a lot, man. I, I really appreciate it. Um, something that this is, is brought to me as far as getting out of my comfort zone, right? That's the question? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um. You know, I've, I've really, I don't know. I, I, I think I've learned how to better get outside of myself. And, you know, as the great Tony Robbins says, it's, it's about we, not me. Um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to focus on other people, you know, I'm, I've considered myself a good listener, obviously being a quiet, shy guy, I don't talk much. So, <laughs> I've I've been able to to listen to people and I I, I think I've always done a, a really good job of that. Um but it's it's definitely helped me be a better conversationalist, I guess, and you know, get to understand people a little bit more and their their struggles and you know, everyone's got a different story and um have I answered the question? Yeah, right? I, you totally have and that that you know that got me thinking actually about how you know, like you just said, everyone's got their own story. And what's so funny to me is, you know, we're so afraid to step out of our comfort zones because we're so consumed with fear about what other people might think of us. When in reality, everyone is so concerned with themselves that normally once you get out of your comfort zone and try something, no one, no one else even cares because they're so consumed with what they're doing. You know, they don't perceive you as the person that you perceive yourself to be. And that's something that I, Normally, that's kind of like the pep talk I give myself, I guess, when, I, when I'm about to do something that uh, I haven't done before that I'm nervous about. It's like, hey, you're nervous about this, but the people that you're talking to are nervous and you know, have other things going on. And so you know, go do the best job you can, and that, that's, all, that's all you really can do. And you, know, I, you learn so much about yourself when you're, when you're outside of your comfort zone and you're not you know, in that circle uh, you know, of safety where – everything is normal and you, you know, you can, the things you're expecting happen and there's no surprises. 
And uh, so, you know, I love hearing people's stories about when they step out of their comfort zones. And so that's awesome. And so my next question for you, Jason, would be, you know, we all have days where we're struggling, um, you know, with productivity or we're feeling down or we question, why are we doing this? And, you know, so what do you do on days like that when you're when you're not feeling yourself and you're not feeling into what you're doing? What do you do to kind of pick yourself back up or kind of get your energy level back up? Uh well, I, I should have uh, some really good insight on this because that happens quite often lately. Uh, one thing, not just in the moment, but preparation, uh, what is that? Um, proper planning prevents poor performance. Yes. Something like yep. that. Um, you know, I, I find it's not just about what I do, but it's, it's about preventing it from happening. Um, really sleep affects my, my mood, my, my actions so much. It's crazy. I feel like a sissy because I, I hear so many other people go, Oh, well I, I never sleep. I only get four or five hours and they seem perfectly fine. And me, I, I have the, the worst mood swings. I, I can't focus. I can't think I don't have any energy. If I get less than seven hours of sleep, it's, it's like I'm a zombie. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's about knowing yourself and you know, that's like everything else. I, I feel like a broken record, but it's a work in progress and you're constantly learning more and more about yourself. And for me, I know that sleep is one of the major factors. If I don't get enough of it, I'm not going to be the best version of myself. And as far as handling myself in those moments, again, it's about being aware of yourself, um, which is something that I'm really excited to you know, keep practicing with yoga is it's about mindfulness, mind-body connection, and being aware of yourself and when you do get upset or you do find yourself low on energy, not just letting it happen, but acknowledging it and taking action. So, you know, maybe I need to step off in my room and do some deep breathing, some meditation. You know, the, the breathing really helps with the energy. Or I might knock out 10 push-ups real quick. It might be funny, but, you know, it, it really helps to get the blood flow and it helps get the energy back up, the mood Um just meditation and exercise, even if it's, like I said, 10 push-ups, that, that really helps get me back on track. And um, I probably do rely on uh, my coffee a little bit too much. <laughs> Man, I, yeah. I can relate to that myself. Uh, but but you're right. It's it's changing the habit pattern. And so when you get into those moods or, or you get into that, that funk, you know, even doing something as quick as 10 push-ups, as funny as it might sound to somebody listening, that can change so much because – your focus goes to something else, your attention goes to something else, your body's getting movement, like you said, blood flow, and those things can help your energy levels and can totally change your mood in a very quick shift because you're totally changing your body physiology and you know, you're totally taking your attention off of that thing that was bothering you before. So I think that's that's awesome advice for anyone who struggles with these type of things because we have to break the habit pattern and you, you have to, I think, well, obviously the first part or challenge that people need to to kind of understand with that is you have to realize that you're you're in this funk. I think some people right. are so unconscious of their bodies and unconscious of their thoughts that mm. they just have no clue that, you know, they, they can be in a funk, but it just feels normal because they don't really have any feeling. And I think, you know, you touching on the the mindfulness and meditation and yoga practice and the mind-body connection, I mean, there's so much to that. And for, for anybody out there listening, you, and if you haven't done much much research or anything on that, I'll link to some some resources in the show notes for this. 
But man, there's such a benefit to just being mindful and conscious of of how you're feeling, the food you're putting into your body, um, you know, the thoughts that you're having. I mean, I can attest to the, you know, just kind of after starting meditation, being able to view my thoughts objectively and kind of seeing like, wow, I'm having a lot of negative thoughts today. Mm. Um, or wow, I'm having a lot of positive thoughts today. I mean, that's something that I never even knew was going on in my head before I started doing that. Yeah. Well said, man. And I want to also touch on, it's something that doesn't always come to my mind, but when I have done it, it does help a lot to get outside yourself. Um, if you find yourself in a bad mood again, like you said, a lot of people just think about me, 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 you know, if you're in a funk, you're in a bad mood or whatever, Think about someone else. Go try to make someone smile or just, you know, be concerned about someone else and get in someone else's shoe, shoes and get outside yourself, I, I think would uh, be a great way to uh, change your mindset real fast. Yeah, that man, if there's one thing that I do that helps me the most, is it's exactly what you just said. It's getting out of myself and helping somebody else. I mean, that brings me more joy than anything I can do in any given day. And it's such a simple thing, like you said, just getting getting somebody to smile, making somebody laugh, whatever little thing it is can boost your mood times 10. That's incredible advice. Thank you for sharing. And so my last question before we get into this rapid fire portion here would be, you know, what's in store for you, Jason? What's in store for Explore Your Fitness? Um, what is the next thing that you're currently working on? So... Uh like I think I've kind of touched on is, you know, a big part of what I'm doing is trying to connect with people, um, not just the the trainers and fitness experts that I'm interviewing, but the the people that are in Colorado here trying to, you know, build that, that community, that connection uh, through fitness. Um, I'm wanting to uh, organize, at least my goal for this year, uh, being kind of new, I, I think that one would be a, um, a, a big enough goal. I'm, I'm wanting to organize a career fair and, and not a career fair, a fitness fair, <laughs> <laughs> um, a fitness fair and get, um, as many fitness experts together as possible and, you know, help them connect with the community and, you know, just set it up to maybe where they're demonstrating what they do, whether it be a yoga practice, a, a CrossFit practice or anything, and maybe have a couple of speakers come up and, and talk about their own personal journey and share their story, um, whether it be a motivational speaker, a, a, a fitness expert or whatever. I, I just I want to bring everyone together in person. I'm doing it you know, over, through this microphone right now, but I, I want to get more involved. I'm wanting to reach out to people and start doing some live broadcast through Periscope. Um, there's a lady in Denver that's um, kind of someone I, I look up to. Uh, Trisha Olson is doing a Fitlow Denver, and she's um, someone that I'm hoping to uh, learn from a lot this year and hopefully you know, reach out to the people that are already making an impact and learn through them and, and help bring the community together. That's awesome. That's a... Uh... That is a definitely a lofty goal, but a fantastic venture for you to be on. And if you, you know, have the ability to record that, we will put that up on our site because I think that's people or that's something that, that people can learn a lot from, whether mm -hmm. in Denver or Denver or not. You know, we, we all need new information regarding health and wellness because as we all know, it changes so rapidly. Uh, so yeah, when you get that done, let me know. I'll be there and, and we can definitely get that stuff up on our site because I think that's information that people need to hear. 
Yeah, absolutely. If you ever make it back to Colorado, I know you do some uh, some speaking engagements, so I might I be do. hitting you up for that. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. All right. So with that, we we've finished the you know the interview portion here. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. And rapid fire just means that I'm asking, you know, short form questions. You can take as long mm-hmm. as you want to answer them. Um, but if you're ready, we'll get into it. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. So when you think of success or the word successful, who is the first person that comes to mind? Uh, Tim Ferriss. Uh, he, uh, you know, I, I think most people are probably going to know who he is. Um, but I, I don't think of him as successful just because he has made a lot of money for himself, but I believe in a lot of the, the ideals that he, uh, he shares. Um, a lot, a lot of things that he says in his books, in his podcast and all that, it really, uh, it, it speaks to me. You know, I, I don't want to put off living my life until I potentially retire. You know, you don't know how long you're going to live. Um, I, I don't want to keep working, for uh how does he say a future that's not certain you know yep. i want to i want to be able to enjoy my life and my loved ones now and not have to distress about uh finances you know um so yeah the 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 saying that a successful person is someone who wakes up in the morning and goes to bed at night and does what they want in between that is my ultimate goal that's where i want to be that that is my goal as well and that's great information, and for everybody listening, I'll link to to Tim Ferriss's site in the show notes. He's got a, as you mentioned, fantastic podcast and author of Four Hour Work Week, Four Hour Body. He's got some amazing resources. We'll we'll obviously link to all that. Um, mm-hmm. So, what one book would you recommend, or what one book do you gift the most? Um, and there are, there are a lot of books that that come to mind. I, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, something that's more recent just because it's it's a book that I'm uh, in the process of reading right now and it's really speaking to me awesome. um, is The the School of Greatness by uh, Lewis Howes. It's his first book and um, he's done really well. He did an awesome job with it. It has a lot of um, gratitude practices, meditation, um, just everything that we've really been talking about. Uh, he goes into depth on, and I think anyone could end up being a better person by applying what he's put into that book. It's an awesome, awesome. read. Awesome. I'm going to have to check it out myself. All right. So besides my podcast and besides <laughs> your podcast, uh-huh. what other podcast would you recommend to somebody? Uh, you know, I, I have a handful on um, my uh, iPhone that I go back and Fourth, through, yeah, and f- uh, feel free to share as many as you'd like. Yeah, um, you know, one that I've probably stuck with as far as fitness goes. Really, uh, I think your yours is is coming on there, but I can't mention yours. Uh, so, you know, one of the fitness podcasts that I've gone back to repeatedly that really speaks to me is uh, Ben Greenfield's um, podcast. Yep. Um, he's, he has a, a lot of great information on there and it's, it's not just mainstream information. I mean, he's, I think I learned uh, about him through Tim Ferriss as well. If I remember right, he's, he's kind of a, a human guinea pig like mm-hmm. Tim Ferriss professes to be, but, uh, the Ben Greenfield podcast and, um, entrepreneur on fire, which I mentioned earlier. Awesome. Yep. Both great resources. And I'll definitely link to those for people who are looking for more information on all those subjects. And so, 
If you had to pick one part of your daily routine to do for the rest of your life, if you could only do that one part and, and none of the other parts, what would that one part be? Uh, telling my wife that I love her and appreciate her. That is great. That's going to get you some brownie points. But that's, <laughs> no, that's, that, that's totally true. Man, she, she's, she is uh, the, the biggest part of my life. I spend the most, I don't spend enough time with her. Um, but, you know, she, she really has been the love of my life. And it's a goal that keeps coming up in my head. Like, man, you need to do this more often. When, when we got married, my dad's best advice to me was never go to bed angry. And, you know, it's, it's just something that, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to get better at. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's something that a lot of people who are, you know, people that listen to to podcasts and people that are trying to achieve high things and develop themselves, you know, we we tend to neglect the things that are closest to us. And, and ultimately, the things that are closest to us are what mean the most to us. And so I think that's sage advice because, you know, it's, it is the, the little things like saying I love you or not going to bed angry or just making sure that, you know, our significant others or people closest to us know they're appreciated. Those are the things that mean the most to them and that is ultimately going to help us in our journeys. Mm-hmm. I agree, man. Well yeah, said. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so if you are actually, so what is your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Again, again can I... Um list a couple. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> All right. So since, um, we started off, I, I mentioned that I had played football since I was, you know, in the fifth grade through my senior year. Uh, I'm big high school football fan. So varsity blues is, is one of my favorite nice. movies as far as that goes. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, a movie that, that just came to mind without digging in it too far. Um, the Shawshank Redemption. If nothing else, for one line that they say in there, uh, "Get busy living or get busy dying." For some reason, that, like a lot of other things um, that I've already talked about, kind of just it hits home that you know, live live your life. Don't get caught up with the the little things. And either you're, you know, if you're not green and growing, you're you're ripe and rotting. Or basically, if you're not living, you're dying. So get busy yep. living or get busy dying. That's man, that is fantastic advice and both great movies. Yeah. So, if you had to bring on another partner into your business and it had to be a professional athlete, who would it be and why? A uh, professional athlete. Um, <laughs> uh, man, I I don't keep up with with sports like <laughs> I used to. And you can one, give us a throwback. Throwback. Um, you know, honestly, man, the one of the the, the things, even though I, I grew up playing football, I've always admired um, MMA fighters, and not just because it was cool because they were fighting and you know beating each other up, but the discipline, the focus, the well-roundedness that they have to have, the discipline, mm-hmm. you know, is. It's something I, I strive for. You know, I, I don't want to be the next UFC champion or anything, but I would love to have their discipline. And uh, I'm trying to think of one of my favorite fighters. <laughs> I, I, I have a, a good handful. Um, I don't know. I, I would say uh, John Jones, uh, Johnny Bones Jones, is, yep. is probably one that comes to mind um, just because he had a, a, such a long winning streak and he approached things 
differently in his style and his his dedication. Um, he was someone that I looked up to for a while. Yeah. Yeah, man. That and you're you're right. It's those type of athletes, you know, fighters, MMA athletes. Is the discipline level, in my opinion, and obviously in your opinion, is just so much higher because every single thing you do in your life, everything that you are thinking, eating, et cetera. I mean, it's such a disciplinary practice mm. and man, those guys perform at such a high level. I don't know if any of you listeners out there have ever tried to box or do some MMA just for training purposes. I know I did. And man, there is no better way to get winded quicker <laughs> than to try and do some, like some form of fighting as, as a workout. It's insane. Right. And the, the mental preparation that they have to go to just, I mean, if, you've ever been in a fight or even come close to being in a fight, just the, the, the emotions that, that go through your head when that happens. I mean, they, they do that when they train almost yep. every day, they do it when they go into a, you know, their competition. It just, you know, if I were going to go into business with someone, I would want someone that could just flip a switch and get in a zone and focus and have that discipline. Yep. Fantastic answer. All right. So, Jason, where can people find out more about you and what you're doing? ExploreYourFitness.com is the website. Uh, it's it's on iTunes, Stitcher, um, SoundCloud. Um, you know, I, I've got Explore Your Fitness uh, page on Facebook. Um, as far as Twitter, Jason L. Blevins. And Instagram is JawBlev, J-A-B-L-E-V. Fantastic. That's that's where I'm most active. Perfect. And and I'm going to plug your your show one more time because, guys, if you are looking for a show that's going to bring you information about fitness and, more importantly, just different types of fitness so that you can try new things, you know, go out, get out of your comfort zone, become a little more well-rounded, definitely check out Explore Your Fitness because it is a great show and because uh, you can find an interview of me on there. So. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Yes. And uh, Jason, we always end the show with our guests sharing their favorite quote. So what is your favorite quote? Uh, I'm going to have to go with something uh, recent that uh, my wife actually got me a, a bookmark for uh, Christmas. It, it's, if I remember right, go confidently in the directions of your dreams. And, uh, oh man, I'm what is it? Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> oh man. Go confidently in the directions of your dreams and, um, live the life that you've always wanted to live. I'm, I'm not quoting it verbatim there, but that's, that's the gist of it. Henry yep, David and, Thoreau. And there's no better information because if, if you have confidence in what you're doing and you're living a life you love, there's not a whole lot that can go wrong. And there's a lot of success that that's going to be found, on that path. So thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I know our, our listeners are going to appreciate it as well. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very grateful and honored to be on here, Philip. Yep. Fantastic. All right. And guys, for those of you who are looking for more information about the Yield Mastermind group, please check out yieldmastermind.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Yield Mastermind. And of course, on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week.